Hello everyone and welcome to Sutcliffe and Slater's Is This Life? Thanks for joining us again. Uh, I'm Rob. <laughs> I'm Elliot. Hello. <laughs> it's it's just one funny. of those. It's just one of those days, isn't it, Rob? Hi, everyone. Hello. Welcome. Um, so, episode five. This is the first time we're not doing a pre-record. Um, so, hopefully, this will be very topical about what's happening in the world today. It's gonna. Yeah, it's pretty much live. So, if you are uh, one of the listeners that we've got that downloads on a Sunday evening. Uh, you're actually just six hours behind us. It's yeah, it's twenty past twelve for Sunday, the twenty second of October. Uh, how are we doing, Rob? How are you? I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. There's, there's a few things annoying me this week, but oh no, it's, honestly, mate, it's just the world. Like, well, United lost yesterday, didn't they? That disappointed me. Yeah, yeah. Two one to Huddersfield, which is shocking. But yeah. the, my bigger disappointment this week was: um, Do you watch Bake Off? Uh, I do watch Bake Off, yeah. Have you and watched I'm, this I'm, week? I'm up to date, yeah, I'm up to right, date. So okay. everyone, so, if you, you're not up to date, I guess skip a minute. Yes, this is a spoiler alert, unlike my mum who told me what happened the other day. But anyway, Liam left. Liam left. He was my favourite to win. And that Kate, I think she's called Kate, the Liverpudlian. Yeah, Just because she, she did a liver, she did a liver building. Oh, Paul Hollywood's like, oh, you must win. Oh, yeah. she's gone through. And Liam's improved every week. I'm really disappointed about it. I know. Shall we boycott Channel 4? I'm not... I can't do that. There's too <laughs> many good things on. I like Travel Man. Yeah. Yeah, Travel Man's good. Yeah, there's a few things on there, isn't there, at the minute, which is good. So my other half has just been to see Bake Off Extra Slice being filmed yesterday with Joe Brand. Oh. Uh, it's like the extra. She went to see it, but she's seen next week's episode because they interviewed the person who's gone off and... Like, she wants to tell me who's gone. I'm like, don't tell me who's gone. She can't tell me who's gone. for Tuesday. Well, so. I, I was sat there, I did a gig on Friday, and my mum was there, and she's like, oh, Liam left on bit. I went, oh, thanks, mum. Thanks for telling me. Thanks oh. for that. And then she continued to tell me about everything else. Well, Stacey got Starbake. I went, stop telling me. I want to watch it. <laughs> ruined it. Absolutely ruined the whole thing for did me. Did you watch it, though? I watched, well, I have to watch it. Well, me and Claire watch it together. The other time right. we're together is normally Friday night. Right. But then I had a gig, so I had to watch it on Saturday night. So I watched it yesterday. Yeah, I watched it the day, yeah, day before yesterday, yeah. But I have to watch it before Gogglebox, because they talk about it on Gogglebox. They do, don't they? Yeah. yeah. You've got to be careful with Gogglebox. You've got to catch up before you watch Gogglebox. That's the problem, isn't it? You've got to... You, essentially, they might as well just put you on Gogglebox, because you've got to do everything that they're doing to make sure you can watch them do it. Exactly. I know. But I do love a bit of Gogglebox. Can't get. I wa- yeah, I've watched Doctor Foster through Gogglebox. Oh, I am. Wa- yeah. No, I watched an epi- <laughs> I watched the last episode of Doctor Foster through Gogglebox. Yeah. And I've, I've never watched Doctor Foster. No, but I know exactly what's happened though. Brilliant. <laughs> Great stuff. So today we're we're back on track. We've. It feels a little bit strange because we haven't actually recorded podcasting since mid September, have we? We've been pre-recording. Uh, and this is episode five now, so we are up to scratch. And we've got some regular listeners, Rob. I mean, I don't know who they are, but we've got 25 to 30 weekly listeners. That's exciting, isn't it? I know. So if you're one of them, do let us know who you are. Because I know a few of you, but, you know, we've got some hidden ones about the world, you know. Yeah, get in touch on Twitter. Twitter, at IsThisLifePC. and then we've got we've got loads of stuff to tell you about where the the podcast is. Uh, we, we've been I've been a busy little bee, Rob. To be honest, I've been getting oh, yeah. 
yeah, I've been putting it on the websites and the internets and the, all of these things, mediums, let's say. Oh. I know. So we've got quite a lot, uh, quite a lot of things. Shall we just jump straight into feature one? Why not? Why not? Feature one is this. If you suggest, we will On this week's You Suggest, We Digest, it's a big one, Rob. This is a big one. We're going to be speaking for a little while here. Uh, I know, are you ready? I'm ready. Go on, tell us what it it's is. It's weddings. Oh, dear. <laughs> it's uh, suggested by my mate Paul Paul, my mate Paul. Paul, your Paul, mate Paul, Paul. Paul. Yeah, because we went... Uh, I think I've mentioned it every episode, to be honest, so far. <laughs> and I, we, I went up... Which is now four weeks ago, so it feels like forever ago. But I went up to Scotland to his wedding, and it's like I were a bit podcast crazy when I went up there. I thought, you know what, weddings, and it was suggested. So we've got quite a lot to talk about weddings, aren't we, Rob? Aren't we? Well, we have, but I've got to be careful. Why? You don't like him, do you? Well, Claire, Claire listens. All oh, right, Claire listens. So if I start bad mouthing weddings, and this happens, and this happens, then she'll get annoyed. Right, I get it. And then she'll be like, oh, you're denying me a pretty dress. Well, yeah, but I'm, I'm assuming you've told her this before. I've told her so this before, sh- but I'm not denying no, her. I know. I've told her, go and buy a pretty dress, love. And put it you on. What I mean? Do you want an extension? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what I say. <laughs> extension, wedding, come on, make your mind up. Well, that's it, innit? Right, Rob, do you that's like weddings? Yes and no. <laughs> For two reasons, I'd say yes, because I do like going to like mates' weddings, and that's good fun, isn't yeah. it? But I suppose in our business, well, I do the uh, singing waiters, don't I, at the weddings? So you you are uh, you are somebody's special entertainment for their special day. Yeah, and working there's a bit sometimes, isn't it? You just want to go home. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't get treated to entertainment at night because you are entertainment, and then you don't get a yeah. three-course meal. You just get your wedding food, which is part and parcel of just sandwiches, isn't it? Terrible. And then you don't. You're not even there because you want to be. And it's kind of if you're working it. We love working them generally, and the and the wedding and the money's generally good for weddings and stuff. But you don't mm-hmm. get to enjoy your Saturday night and get drunk with wedding party. You got to go home. No. Don't drive like for you. You jump on motorway. Well, mine's not too bad, to be honest. Right. Because uh, you do the singing, you do the singing waiters as they bring the desserts out. Oh, okay. So you're normally home by seven, seven o'clock. Do you have to be there before well, wedding, though? Do you have to set? Yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? Set up and wait. So you're there before the wedding. You do half an hour of singing. So you do more waitering than you do singing. <laughs> <laughs> you're actually walking around picking up plates and. And the stuff you see going on in kitchens in weddings, I tell you now, oh, really? they cheat. Is that like... like you uh, think, oh, love, lovely gatto. It's bloody Asda's smart price gatto, it? a bit of cream. Iceland, it. quid. Yeah, just chopped up in a certain way. That's all they do. Oh, bloody hell. Is it like a... I've seen how this food gets cooked. It's horrible. Gordon Ramsay's kitchen. Did you see that this week? Gordon Ramsay on cocaine. No, I saw it advertised. Oh. I saw it on Gogglebox. We'll talk. Well, oh, is it on Gogglebox? <laughs> we'll talk about it next week. Everyone has a chance to watch yeah. it. Then we'll talk about Gordon Ramsay on Cork next week. I do want to watch yeah, it. No, though, that's good. Uh, yeah, we'll have a we'll have a chat about that. Hey, we've digressed already. Gordon Ramsay's popped into our wedding chat. 
<laughs> Before we get onto the actual the wedding, like as a punter, uh, the weddings, let's go back back a step. And I know, kind of know your views about this already, Rob. I guess, mm-hmm. but you can tell the listeners pre-wedding engagement, getting from a, a, a couple to engaged to married. The process. What do you reckon? You don't want to get married, do you? <laughs> I mean, I don't you know. do, don't you? Because obviously you love Claire and stuff, but you want an extension. <laughs> I do want an extension. Do you, know what my, do you know what my biggest fear of getting married is? A stag do. Right. Because I have evil, evil friends. Yeah. Who are especially, going to be especially more evil to me than they have been to other people's stag do's. Yeah. So I just worry what's going to happen. But you've got to do it, haven't you? See, my, I'd, for a stag do, I just like to go and play a round of golf, go for a curry and get home. Right. Don't invite me, then. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I won't be able to do that, if like, because one of my friends would just be like, James Lund, I'm going to name it, would be like, that's not happening. We're going to this country for four days with, like, this place, this, doing this, doing that. It just wouldn't happen. And then after so. that, we'll go on the stag do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like... And, I mean, the things he did to my mate Phil before his um, wedding, the night before his wedding, it was just evil. <laughs> really? So, that's why I wouldn't like it, but... But... That's one of my main reasons for not getting married, actually. Oh, well. <laughs> Evil friends are a stag dude. I know. I mean, Claire won't like that. Well, she won't mind it. What happens on the stag happens on the stag, doesn't it? Yeah. No, no, I mean, she won't like the fact that you don't want to get married because of the stag. I know. I know. Bless her. I know. She'll be listening to I know it. she will. I hear Claire. On the way to I work. Claire. You're right, love. I'm glad you listen. You're one of, one of, our, uh, one of our regular listeners. Uh, yeah. I don't know why. I tell her everything what happened. I know. That's it. She uh, listens to it while you're editing, probably. You've heard it about six times by then. Yeah. Exactly. I know. Uh, so you don't like the stag. What's the best stag do you've ever been on? I haven't been on that many, to be honest. I've been on two. Um, I organised one, and I, I went on one. I think I'm trying to think. I've been I've been on one proper one where we went to Poland. Yeah, and there was, only, there was only five of us, and it was just again just waking up, drinking, just just lethal. Whole thing was lethal. But yeah. So some things I don't think you can talk about on, on well, podcasts. Well, you can't, can you? We were thinking, <laughs> like, as, as this has happened, like, we're talking about it, and we're like, oh, we're going to be talking about weddings for ages. But there's a bit, you know, like, everyone has their own opinion about a wedding. I love a wedding. I love a suit. You used to see me, Rob, I like dressing up. I like yeah. it. I like colours. I'm. A, I, there's, there's pictures of me in red suit, blue suit, grey suit, whatever. I love a suit. Um, and... Like, yeah, like you say, I generally do a little bit of singing and stuff like that. The majority, of, even when you go to friends' weddings and stuff, they're like, oh, you're a musician, you can do this. And then you're like, before you know it, you're there to have a right good time, but you're also <laughs> singing <laughs> or playing or whatever. Well, one of my mates did something very clever. He knew that a lot of musicians were coming. So it, it's, it's a, that, this is the best one I've ever been to. It was in Germany, in uh, Hanover. And uh, my mate Craig... Hiya, and Craig. And he got... Um, hiya, Craig. He, he's, he's listening oh, to me. Right, he's, he's all over the place. He's on oil rigs and all over the world right. and that. But um, he he basically just hired instruments oh. and just put them up on a stage and then just had me doing the DJ and just pressing play and walking away. 
And he just basically, like, right, someone wants to get up, do a couple of tunes, and just pause it and just play that. Open mic. So he basically got his mates to be free wedding band. Oh dear, that's good, isn't it? And he also had a caricature. Is that what you said? Caricaturist. Yeah. How good's that? You know these people have photo booths? Yeah. Screw that. You can get someone to draw you you and your missus at a wedding. Yeah. Something you put up on your wall, that's bespoke, isn't it? Oh, it's good. Good wedding. They do weird things, though, the Germans. Do they? They chop, chop wood and cut a heart out of a sheet and jump through it and that. Really? Yeah. Traditions of German weddings. Oh. But it's free drink all night. It's absolutely lethal. I don't know if I can act that anymore. Absolutely lethal. It was mint, though. So that, yeah. So what's... So your ideal wedding is something that's just low-key, all of that. I won't say that, no. What, you want a big white wedding? Oh, no, <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> but I'd I'd have plans of, like, right, I'd have a band, I'd definitely have a band, because band. weddings with bands are always it's the best. It's the top of the list, isn't it? Like, a lot of people say, because, yeah. you know, we're in that kind of business, a lot of people have been asking me, they're like, oh, can I get a band for, like, 600, 700 quid? I'm like, no. You, I mean, no, you can't, if you want your big night... Massive band, and you've got to spend some money on it, and that's top of the list. Because without a decent yeah. entertainment band, then everything else suffers a little bit, doesn't it? It does. But I mean, you, I've done plenty of good weddings where there's just been a DJ, but the bands. They bring it are alive. Better. Yeah, they do. Much better. And so I'd have a band, the food would be a buffet. Buff- what, pie and mash, something? No, like proper, like proper buffet, like a decent buffet. Because what I always feel and I find is, you go to somewhere and they serve you up this plate, and it's just not enough food. Yeah. But then you have got like Claire, who it's like a pigeon. She has hardly anything. Right. So. And you think, well. So you do yeah buffet. We've got right. buffet then, stories, haven't we, Rob? From uh, from when we started working together. That this is nonsense. This story. Why? Is this about when I got told off for eating all the onion badges? When me and you both got, we got sent to back at t- to the back table. We did get sent to the back the second time. I didn't eat all the onion badges, and I got told that I ate all the onion badges, so I had to go to the back. I know. We, we and I didn't eat them all. And then next time, we were on the last table, because they, they say, well, we know what them two are like. Well, the top table, having dessert before I even had my main course. They were in bed. <laughs> <laughs> They'd finished. <laughs> <laughs> But no, a buffet's the way. Buffet's the way forward at weddings. Food. The most important things for weddings is food. Free drink. I would definitely have free drink. Free, yeah. Because everyone gets on it more. Part. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's just... Everyone's like, oh, how much is it a pint? And just scrimp and save and that. A band. And just just getting hammered. Because no one time. cares about, like, half an hour of speeches and then, and what colour your, uh, your tablecloths are. Like, yeah. you might... Like, as a wedding, it's really nice to have photos and, and memories of this really well-put-together room. But what you remember from a wedding, if you're, you're invited, so I'm like, Rob, come to my wedding, you're going to you're not going to remember that I had indigo-layered uh, tablecloths, are you? You're going to remember that oh, there was oh. a 13-piece swing band playing um, covers of rock tunes all night. So you say that, you say this, my, my sister, when she got married, she did something very clever for her centrepiece. Right. She had, like, a tree in the centre of each table. And on the on the tree, she put photos of everyone who was sat on the table from right. times gone by. So if you didn't know someone sat on the table, you're looking at the photos and you're like, oh, is that you? Who, who, what are you doing there? And you started conversations. That's clever, isn't it? Very clever idea. Well done. And she, what she did for, for her buffet, she had a buffet in the middle of the table. 
Oh. So it was like a buffet, but served on the table. Right, like so a lazy Susan. Yeah, kind of idea. Right. Yeah. And it was Easter Saturday, so we had lamb. Oh, you had lamb on Easter Saturday. Oh, it was that was a good wedding. She had a um, ska band playing. Ah, oh, there we see. And a free drink. Drink. Well, there we are. Winner. Box ticker. Done it all. Everything Winner. for a perfect wedding. There. I enjoyed it. It was really good. Have you got but like I mean, an idea of a worse wedding? Like, would would something that I mean, this is hard because you know, if you've ever I've been to some, yeah, I've worked. We can't so. really <laughs> can't really say too much about it, but like. I guess it's everything that doesn't have any of what we've just mentioned. Well, I think a wedding is, for most people, it's the best day of their life, isn't it? Yeah. And I've been a, I've been a DJ at weddings at the Holiday Inn in Washington, in Sunderland. Right. Yeah, not not the US, <laughs> by the way. Washington, not US. There's one in the yeah. Northeast. Yeah. And you think to yourself... Why would you do this? Like, it's just pants. Like, it's just absolutely terrible. No one's going to go away from this and go, oh, what a magical day we had in the, in the, in the Holiday Inn. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Can you remember that Saturday afternoon? <laughs> and I know weddings cost money and it is ridiculous amounts of money, but you can get decent venues. Just like just think outside the box. I know, yeah. Don't just run to the Holiday Inn for the sake that it's there. I know. You know someone who works in a school. Everyone knows someone who works in a school. They convert a bloody school all. Like, yeah. do all of that, create you your own cater, and you can do all of that for the same price. Holiday Inn, actually, little chained hotels like this, they charge just as much as some some private exactly. ones. So. Exactly. You know. So, I mean, for me, it'd be just something like, which which I wouldn't want. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I was going to do it, I want to do it properly. Because the one I just went to was, was a small, they didn't want a, a big pomp and circumstance, they wanted a very small wedding, there were ten people in total there, but for that, there, we all were, night, eh? Huh? All night, all night. Ten people. We didn't have like a do afterwards. It was uh, an afternoon wedding, which was on the beach, and it was about half an hour. Then we went out for a meal, came back, got drunk, went to bed, done. We were all in an Airbnb in Scotland, in Isle of Mull. Beautiful scenery, beautiful. You could look at the world. It was amazing. Ten people, everyone knew. We were all together. We were all, you know, done. There were no hoorah. There were no falling out. There were no nothing. You didn't, and it wasn't really. I mean, it probably was expensive for them to, to, you know, pay for the Airbnb and the meal and stuff. But it wasn't. It was nowhere near as expensive as a, a wedding at the Holiday Inn in Washington. Yeah, know. exactly. Uh, and that's. I think for me, that's one thing I would do though. I don't like this nighttime do. The daytime, like, nighttime. I, yeah. I feel if I get invited to a nighttime do, it's like I like you, but not that much. Yeah, you can get your own lunch. <laughs> But yeah, I'm not. I like you, but not enough to feed you. <laughs> <laughs> so you can come and make my party a bit better at night, yeah. but not during the day. Bring me a card. I don't want you there for the special bit. I know. <laughs> Bring me a bottle of champagne and say your daughter looked lovely. Get your photo in the photo booth and then piss and off. Piss off. That's what yeah. it's like. Happy yeah. wedding. Yeah. I just, I just have everyone there all day. Me. I know. Some people are the other way around, though. Like, some people who've got kids and that, I've heard that they like doing the, the night do only because they don't have to think about a full day dropping their kid off and a, and all of it, and especially if... <clears throat> yeah. Some people do like just going for a couple of hours because their argument's like, I, why do I want to sit through a service? Why do I want to just sit through there? But I'm, I'm like you. If I'm invited to a wedding, I'm annoyed if I'm not invited to the, to the morning. I'm very annoyed. Yeah. I am as well. Yeah. 
I just kind of think you don't like me. Yeah, I'm like, it's easier to say no to a, to a an a- party, isn't it? <clears throat> Am I an afterthought? It's like, oh, who have we got left then? <laughs> I know. He can come the night, dude. He could, yeah. He could go, well, we've got all these spare chicken wings that need eating. He can come, yeah. he can come. Rob can come, he can eat up barges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think about, um, have you ever done a speech? Uh, well, no. You were just best man, were you? I've just been best man, but because it was like te- ten, people. ten people, I mean, no one did a speech. Like, oh. Paul, who got married, he he said, I just want to say a few words, everyone. He shut everyone up and he's like, thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, right, okay, well, I'm not going to go after that then. I'm not, <laughs> not going to carry on and say, you know, I, I like... We're public speakers, aren't we? It's our job. It's our job to inspire, like, a group of people to try and, you know, carry on doing something that they're doing. So if I was there, it's probably right up my alley. I could probably try and get a laugh, tell a joke. But I Scariest thing I've ever done. You've done it, haven't you, yeah? I've done it. I did it at my mates in Germany, Craig. I weren't the best man. His brother was the best man, but he wanted, like, me to speak as one of his best mates. Right. So I was kind of like a groomsman kind of idea there. I played piano and that when she walked down the aisle and stuff. He's very clever. He did it all in like, yeah, you know, just get, him, get, get my mates to do all the music for me. Yeah. And so I played the piano as she came down the aisle. And then I had to do a speech. But, yeah, it was... it was it was Because obviously as musicians, you get up on stages. I mean, we've done like O2, Liverpool. We, and, yeah, we have. You know, yeah. even, even like smaller things, which I find more scary, That doing the speech was the scariest thing I've ever done. And I've heard Cause, this. Because yeah. it's, it's like, you have, you have to be funny, don't you, as a groomsman? As a best man or a groomsman, they're expecting to laugh. Yeah. As, as, the, as the groom, <clears throat> it's just like, oh, he's just going to say thank you and hand some presents out. Yeah, that's all you have but to do. Yeah. They're expecting it to be funny, and it was, it was very nerve-wracking, but I think I smashed it. Well, that's it. It is our job to do that as well. So, I mean, it might not have been your job when you went to Germany... It was, it we, was. I was a rock choir leader then, yeah. So we're not, <clears throat> we're not necessarily always expected to make people laugh, but we do naturally by by what we do, you know? Oh, we're just the Bantasaurus. We, we are the Bantasaurus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. dear. Yeah, well, on that note, yeah. <laughs> but, so, have you, would you, um, what about honeymoons? Honeymoons. Do you like the idea of a honeymoon? What like what? Are I we think doing? it's old fashioned, isn't it? Yeah, I do like the idea of honeymoon. Um, I just feel like honeymoons happen anyway nowadays. They happen they do. like yearly, don't they? You go on holiday, and that's holiday. Honeymoon was one of these things back in the day that you could, you've saved up, you get married, and then you go on a holiday because you can't yeah. have a weekly, yearly holiday. We have a, we go away every year. That's a you know that I'd like to do something different. It's not necessarily honeymoon. I'd be like, well, let's let's do something else. Let's put this money rather than doing that. Let's go skiing or something like that. I wouldn't call it honeymoon. I'd just spend a little bit more on going from a three star to a four star or get an extension. I'd get an extension. <laughs> <laughs> I'd get. I might fly business class instead of uh, instead of economy and that kind of stuff. Just do something a bit different. See, uh, I think I think with weddings, like the main thing for me is you get engaged. 
You don't get engaged for four years, ten years. These people who do that, just you get engaged, then you plan your wedding quite soon. At six months, you should be getting married within within a year, a year and then your yeah. honeymoon should be <clears throat> straight after your wedding. These yeah. people who go, oh, we're going on our honeymoon. You got married four years ago. I know. <laughs> we're going on the mini moon. We're going to have a we're going to have a weekend away at Lakes, and then in March next year we're going to go to Japan. I just don't get it. I know. Don't get that. I think it should be in that order. And just bam, bam, bam. That film hey. did it right. Father of the Bride. What Steve Steve Martin? Oh, it's mint that film, isn't it? <laughs> but like, they went on the honeymoon the night of the wedding. Yeah, like, they're having a party, and they're like, ah, and then they go. See you, yeah. we're off. That's yeah. how you should do it. Because exactly, you're still buzzing, aren't you? You're still like, you leave oh, just the got wedding. Married. Yeah, you leave the wedding, and then people are still. You should leave your own wedding. You should not be the last person at your own wedding. No, I agree. You, you go at ten. You piss off at ten. Everyone else gets drunk as the last few drinks at the bar. You don't have to worry about anything. Your best man, your groomsman, all of that stuff, the people that you've had planning your wedding, helping your wedding, they're cleaning up. They're doing that. That's their job. Well, and then there's also caretakers. Caretakers, exactly. Especially if you're doing it in a school <laughs> hall. <laughs> yeah, doing that. You're you wanna be on the plane. You wanna yeah. be on the plane. Exactly. Right, we're going to have to move on. We've we been are. talking about weddings for about 20 minutes. I enjoyed it, though. Ah, yeah, well, that's it. Talk to Claire about it now. <laughs> <laughs> See if she, she enjoyed it as much as you enjoyed it. Yeah. Right, we're going to go on to feature two. And this one uh, is a little bit differently uh, to what we've normally do. So feature two is this. You don't know what you're doing! I don't. Of course, it's that time. It is you don't know what you're doing. And normally, and as the theme suggests, this is normally kind of relating a bit to something sporty. Um, but sport's been generally decent, apart from yesterday. We've got one uh, generalising about our favourite shop, Argos. Oh, dear. Go on, Rob. Just Do you like Argos? What's, what's the point, mate? What is the point? I like, you know, if you go into a shop, you like to shop, don't you? Yeah. Basically, Amazon's replaced Argos, haven't they? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but Amazon get it right, don't they? Because you don't, you know exactly what you're getting with Amazon. You see a picture of it, and then you order it. You get no, you don't have to wait for it. You, like, no, you do. No, but with Amazon, you pay for it, and then it comes the next day. It comes whenever. Yeah. You can order it for a time. With Argos, you still got to get in the tills. You still got to queue up, and you still got to wait for it. You might as well just have it in your trolley. I always think it's a bit like being at the bookies. Do you reckon? Yeah, you, you, you kind of, you kind of. Everyone stands there, don't they, with a ticket in their hand, looking <laughs> at screens, don't they? Yeah. Going, oh, come on, two seven four, come on, two seven. It's like comes in, it's like get in there, like ah, where am I going? Collection C, collection A. <laughs> I. I had a bit... The, the, when I suggested this the other day, the other week, I said Argos. And the reason was, FIFA 18 came out, didn't it? Oh, it did. FIFA 18 came out, and I went to Argos, because I didn't get it online. You could... Because they con you online, don't they? They charge you 10, 15 quid more, because they, you don't have to go to the shop. So... Well, the price of bloody FIFA this time was ridiculous. Well, I don't know, yeah. Yeah. And I went... Anyway, I went to Argos, and I thought I'd buy it, right? And it was the day it came out in the shops... And I saw about ten people queuing all around my age, lads, and I thought, right, they're all here for FIFA. Um, so we were all doing this thing, and we were all queuing up. And we got to the till, and I heard everyone be like, yeah, it's FIFA. 
and she went right and she charged the money and that and then we all paid for it and we all had to wait for FIFA and she brought it one by one from the <laughs> from the warehouse <laughs> behind she's like number elevator. three four six number three four seven and then she went at number three four eight FIFA again is it FIFA again I went just bring it just bring the pile put it in your drawer and just say who's for FIFA fifty quid please. I mean, you just put... What's... It really annoyed me. It yeah. really, really pissed me off. And then... And then I saw somebody else come in while doing that with a fast track. This bloody fast track. Right? Right. Do you know what fast track means? Well, it means getting there faster, doesn't it? So it means you've already ordered it online. Right? right. So it's already ready for you. It's already done. You order it online. You just go up to the fast track desk and you're like, oh, fast track. And they take your number and then they give you the thing. Do you know what happened here? What? Guy came in for fast track. He's like, oh, fast track, paid online, FIFA. She's like, oh, FIFA, won't be a minute. Just wait, wait there. And then they, they added him, took back at queue. <laughs> <laughs> the only difference is he didn't pay on the till, he paid online at home. Do you know what that's like? It's like when you do the speedy boarding with EasyJet. Yeah. Have you done that? They put you in I a queue. I have done that. And then they get you on a bus with everyone else. They put you, you basically get on the bus before everyone else and drive you to the plane and you're at the back of the queue anyway. Oh. Yeah. Speedy boy. It's just... Now, Amazon, you know, that if, if Argus just did this, it would all be fixed. So when you do your online fast track, just pick a time slot. Just pick... And I know it's not necessarily there, but, you know, on, on Argus, they've got all of those warehouse, those comps behind the thing. And mm -hmm. what they're originally to before is for the fast trackers. So they put their stock on there uh, yeah. and know that it's coming so that that's there. But they don't do that anymore. They're like, it's, oh, well, they might not come today. <clears throat> it's the worst thing ever, though, isn't it? You know, when you, um, you're you at Argos, you've got your receipt and you should see your item on that little shelf. It's there, yeah. And you're like, is mate. someone going to get my item? <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, it's there. Just, just pass it me. I've paid for it. Just give it me. It is annoying. Just get rid of that counter. Get rid of the counter. Give yourself a trolley, call it a shop, done. Essentially. Yeah. Isn't it? Less staff as well. I know. You they don't, don't know, know what they're it, doing. They don't know what they're doing. You don't know who's, who's backstage in that warehouse. It could, you don't know how many. It could be like. I'd, I'd love to go undercover. Lord of the Rings. Huh? Undercover. You know when they do them things in the post office, they go undercover. Well, and they, yeah. It'd be like a treasure, treasure cove. <laughs> Would it? <laughs> Argos, like that. Oh. Absolutely. Oh, oh right. Well, anyway, if you think Argos is as rubbish as we do, that was a good rant, Rob. I'll, 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 I'll be honest. I loved it. I went. I went off on one there. Uh, yeah. And I, I always face. do. <laughs> every time. Oh, every time I go to Argos, I get annoyed. And I still go. I still go every year. I, I bought another game last week, and it was exactly the same. I with my friends. I'm like, I'm going to talk about this. My podcast is rubbish. Dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, we're going to have to move on, aren't we? Yeah. So we've got a feature three. Oh, feature three. I'm so excited about So this, this is a new feature coming in because it's nearly Christmas time. Oh, it's exciting. And at oh. Christmas time, you're always looking for these things. So we brought in this feature. Oh, what a cracker. That's right. Yeah, this feature is, oh, what a cracker. Oh, what a what, cracker. What a cracker. So what, what? we're going to do in this feature is we're going to look at different Christmas crackers. We're going to review them for you on the lead up to Christmas. So I've got a few. I've got a few for this you. This is exciting, Rob, because he hadn't told me anything about this. I, like, I, told I you I'm honestly, I'm unknown. I'm with you here, listeners. But, I, don't, I have no idea now. 
So just to start it off, though, I'll tell you what. Here's we go. Here's a cracker joke for you. All right. Why is Bob Dylan slay so quiet? I don't know. Why is Bob Dylan slay so quiet? Because because it has no bell. <laughs> it's good that one, isn't it? <laughs> uh, it's yeah. good. That's Here's another one. Here's another one. Why can't Christmas trees knit? Well, I don't know. Because they keep dropping the needles. What? <laughs> hey. Oh. They're good Christmas cracker jokes. They're but what I've done is, I've, what I've thought for this is, I've got three different Christmas crackers for you now. Three now different f- sets. Three, three different, different sets right. to review. Now, the first one is for our wealthy listeners. <laughs> so, so, if, you, if you're wealthy, what we're talking? 40 grand well, a year? <laughs> a bit more than that. Right. You need to have a couple of million in the bank for these ones. Oh, a couple of million, right. So, these Christmas crackers are from veryfirst2.com. Veryfirst2. And I haven't got them myself because they cost a bit of money. They cost four million pounds, these crackers. Four million pounds? Four million pounds. And you can get inside these crackers, you can get like an Aston Martin. Oh. You can get a watch, a diamond necklace. Oh. You can get a trip round the world. You can get a yacht. Oh, a well, 3.7 million. million yacht. Yeah, that's why they're four million pound for crackers. Obviously, this isn't in the cracker. I was about to say that's a big cracker, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I think I think the problem is you get the key and you go, oh look, I've got Aston Martin. It's like, well, hang on, be another four weeks before we get it to you. Yeah. <laughs> be a nightmare. So if you have got a lot of money, but get them ones. But my question is, do they have a hat and a joke? Do they? Ha- they won't have a joke, will they? They, they won't, won't be as joke. good as the needles. They won't have this kind of thing, will they? What did Adam say the day before Christmas? I don't know. What did Adam say the day before Christmas? It's Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> you won't have that in there. Four million pounds won't get you that, I tell you. Oh, Rob, that, I enjoyed that. <laughs> that one. Right, the next one, the next one I've got for you is, now this, I like this one, this is on, not on the high street. Now these cost £24.95. This is for a family of eight. A family right. of eight? A family of that's eight. That's three pounds a cracker, that's all right. Well, yeah, it's not bad. And what they are is the little musical, little little whistles. All right. And you get a conductor's bat on. Oh, and eight notes. And eight notes. And you basically conduct and do little Christmas tunes on oh. the Christmas table. Oh, that's good. It's good, isn't it? That is it's good. It's better than getting a sharpener. It is better. And one of those little tiddlywinks. What do you do yeah. with that one tiddlywink that you I get know. in a Christmas cracker? Oh, this is the thing. And a little comb that's an inch long. But that's so inside each cracker, uh, cracker is a different size whistle pitched to a different musical note. So you after everyone a has applied client? their exactly after everyone has applied their special numbered stickers, <laughs> the nominated conductor, so you get a conductor's baton as well. Oh. uses the easy to read score sheet and baton to conduct. Simply watch to see how to see when you need to blow. And this is oh. the best bit. I like the result can either be beautiful music or total chaos. Oh, yeah, imagine total- that fun. <sighs> God, that's like Christmas Eve, isn't it? Like that's well, Christmas Day activities. Oh, so I mean, th- there's plenty of these crackers, but just one more before we go, because we're getting to that time where we need to start we need saying to wrap, goodbye. We need to wrap it up, don't we? Rob's cracking cracker deal of the week here. Oh, here we are. And this is from Studio.co.uk. Now down from, hang on, one moment. Oh, hang on. Down from seventeen ninety nine to seven ninety nine. Oh, ten pound savings. Oh, £10 saving. Studio.co.uk. You can get Race to Santa's Grotto. Right. Tell us. Tell us and, about it. And what this. you get is you get these little characters which you wind up and a little board. Yeah. And you you get the crackers, you pull them, 
and then you right. wind them up and you have a little race. It's like a game. Oh. Seven ninety nine then down I'm from well seventeen ninety nine. That's a fifty five percent saving according That's to the amazing. website. That is amazing. So I think next week I'm going to do some high street shopping for this, and I'm going to oh. see what they're like in the old shops. And then I reckon our listeners, if you find some good deals, let us know. What a cracker! Oh, what a cracker! Oh, what a cracker! But we are coming to that time, aren't we? We're coming down to, to the ta- uh, to the end of the show. Um, we've we've overrun just slightly. Just want to uh, to say really thank you for for listening over the last four weeks. We we didn't know whether we'd still have uh, listeners or whether we'd just be doing this for us. It's been good to get back on the recording uh, bandwagon, as it were, really today. I've enjoyed uh, it. It's been good. And this is going to be online for you this evening, uh, mm-hmm. Sunday the twenty second. Um, thank you for for the guys who listen on. Um, Blueberry, uh, we've got now streaming straight through to iTunes, and we are going to run out of bandwidth on Blueberry and iTunes at some point. So our uh, archive footage has been uploaded to YouTube, um, so you can listen to all of the old episodes on YouTube when they go offline here. Uh, it's also available on Stitcher. So if you know anyone listening to podcasts on Stitcher, there's going to be stuff here around uh, all the time. So yeah, uh, follow us. Email us, because we now do definitely need suggestions on what to talk about, don't we? Suggestions for digestions, um, because we have run out now. So this time next week, we need to talk about what you want to talk about. Let us know at isthislifepc or isthislifepc at gmail.com. So that's pretty much it, Rob. That is it. And next week will be exciting, because we're together again. We're together again. I'm out of touch. Oh, we'll let you know about that next week. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so, without further ado, this is the goodbye song. Goodbye, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> we had written a song. Uh, we're not that good. So, I have been Elliot. I've been Rob. And this has been Is This Life? Bye bye. Bye. So if you like what you heard, why not subscribe to the podcast for some weekly ramblings from us too? Or you can follow us over on Twitter at IsThisLifePC. PC.